welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely wonderful day. Hope you guys had a blessed weekend and enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday. I've had multiple instances now over this weekend of very, very close friends that have been having their parents or loved ones have severe health issues, and in most cases, it's related to lack of oxygen. There's something that's occurring right now in this country that is very troubling to me, and that's pretty much the aspect of forcing people not only to wear masks, but either shame them or throw them out of stores. I told you guys my instances that have occurred. I've told you about Steve last week going to Costco and the blithering idiot manager basically told him if he did not pull his mask up over his nose immediately, he was going to be asked to leave the store. And this is happening at a staggering rate. We now have many states that have mandated it. And it's escalating to such a bizarre status now, it's very clear that this is a cult-like symbolism enforcement that makes zero sense to anybody that has a brain. On Friday night, I went with a couple of buddies. We had a guy's night out, first time in a while. And we went to a place called Bury the Hatchet, which is actually an axe-throwing uh, place. You, they have these huge hallways, and you throw axes, A-X-E. Very cool. Never done it before. Really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it if you ever want to do it. And so we first walk in there, and this is over towards Tampa, and the lady behind the desk doesn't have a mask on. This is, so, you know, as soon as I walk in, I go, thank you for not wearing a mask. And she kind of looks at me and laughs. She goes, yeah, I'm not about that here. She goes, the owners kind of told us we need to if people ask us, but I don't really want to wear it. And I said, that's good. Please don't. So she got one of the reps to basically come out and then help us, you know, basically learn how to do this. As soon as he walks out, you know, you can tell he's, he's putting on a mask, just doesn't want to do it. I look at him, I say, please, don't put that on. And he looks at me, he goes, excuse me? I said, please don't wear that. I said, that's highly offensive to me. I said, I do not want you to wear a mask. And he takes it off and he goes, thank you. Because you not believe how many people come in here and complain about me not wearing a mask. So the owners basically told us, put it on if anybody says anything about it. So I've just been putting it on. He goes, they're a nightmare. I can't communicate with anybody. Can't breathe through it. I said, oh, I know. I said, you see none of us wearing one. Well, what's happened now is people are starting to be admitted into the hospital for serious health problems. And a lot of this is due to oxygen deprivation and carbon dioxide buildup. Lana's uncle, my wife, Lana's uncle, was admitted into the hospital with a minor heart attack on Friday up in Virginia. And uh, he's having severe issues with breathing, and he is a avid mask wearer. Pretty much everywhere he goes, he straps a mask on his face. Now he's 60-something years old now. Now he's in the hospital. Now they're trying to give him repeated COVID tests to find out if he has COVID. So, of course, they can blame it on COVID and make it a COVID-related case. I have not heard the results back yet. And then on Saturday night, this Saturday night, one of my good friends that I've known for years, he's over at our house, stopped by for a little bit. He was kind of came to get some vitamins. And all of a sudden, he's in our kitchen, and he gets FaceTime from his dad. And I, I know his dad very well. His dad's in his 50s, fairly decent shape. And all of a sudden, we're looking at the FaceTime, and he's in the hospital. And my buddy goes, dude, what are you doing in the hospital? He goes, man, he goes, I've been having all this shortness of breath. My chest been getting tight. I don't know what's going on. And he's in the hospital. They're telling him to still wear a mask while he's in the thing. And I look at the FaceTime. I'm like, Mr. So-and-so, I said, dude, take off the mask. He takes it off for a second. He's like... Dude, they keep telling me to put a mask on. He's like, I'm, I, my chest is tight. And I'm like, 
dude, I told my buddy, I said, you need to get over there now. I said, you need to go handle this. I said, this is insane. And so he went over there and basically pitched a giant fit with the doctors about the mask. And uh, so now they've told him that they basically are having to test him for COVID. Results not back yet. And they're basically trying to hold him until today to find out the re- test results. So, again, they can try to blame it on COVID. People don't fully grasp this from a physiological standpoint, but there's a reason why we don't wear masks on our face all the time. Not only do you reduce oxygenation of the blood, you increase carbon dioxide. There's four different scientific studies. We have a lot of these on our website. Harrison's written about them. But again, another one came out from Third Hospital of Jillian University, said oxygen concentration inhaled by healthy subjects wearing a mask covering, a respirator mask covering, decreases to about 17%, and the concentration of carbon dioxide increases to about 3% in a short period of light work. Although participants did not show an obvious change in physical function and did not have any serious discomfort, the average carbon dioxide concentration inhaled was far higher than the limit of point or 0.1 percent of indoor carbon dioxide concentration in long-term studies after wearing a surgical mask for 12 hours the co2 concentration of subjects increased to 41 mmhgs which is far higher than the baseline value the subjects mainly reported headaches dizziness shortness of breath feeling tired and communication obstacles in real life the situations and time of wearing masks are much longer than the above experimental research settings and what happens is you run into a situation called hypercapnia which is where carbon dioxide builds up in the blood and it can build up for several days or seven several weeks what people don't realize is carbon dioxide once you start having severe carbon dioxide saturation in the blood cells It does not just dissipate immediately when you cut this off, when you take your mask off. When you're recycling your own carbon dioxide repeatedly, it slowly starts to build up and having excess carbon dioxide in the blood, as I just said, is called hypercapnia. It's a condition where levels go above 45 mmHgs. Severe hypercapnia occurs when the levels are higher than 75 mmHgs. It's possible to have hypercapnia without realizing it or very mild symptoms over a long period of time. They can include dizziness, rapid breathing, elevated blood pressure, elevated heart rate, flushed skin, and twitched muscle. This is all online, heavily documented. Documented research study after research study after research study after research study with carbon dioxide buildup in the bloodstream. And what happens is you start running into a, an even worse issue when the carbon dioxide starts to build up so much in your blood that your body reduces its own oxygen because it cannot figure out what to absorb in the blood in the lungs anymore. This is not an isolated incident, my friends. I cannot stress to you any more right now to take off the doggone mask. This is going to become a serious chronic health problem in this country. This is being done specifically and intentionally to cause more health problems. Bacteria and ammonia is through the roof. Facial rashes and skin disorders are going through the roof. Shortness of breath, dizziness, carbon dioxide buildup, heart attacks, strokes. They are all going through the roof right now, especially in older individuals. This is not a joke. Now you have the blithering bobblehead Fauci got on television last night And he now said that there's a high probability that we may need to skip Christmas now. 
due to social distancing measures. And he said that he does not recommend that people abandon health measures, such as wearing a mask, even after they become vaccinated, because we do not know how effective this vaccine is going to be. This is a concerted effort to completely and totally ruin the immune systems, ruin the health, and completely and totally overload the system with as many alleged COVID health problems and COVID cases as they can in this country. I cannot stress that anymore. Until everybody starts standing up in unison, they are not going to come off these masks. They're going to double down and push us further and further and further and further down the line of tyranny as long as we keep complying with this. So again, please do your own research. Understand there's a reason God did not make us birthed with a mask on our face. Our nasal passages and our mouth are designed to breathe in oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide. There's a reason for this and we were made like this very specifically. If you have to wear a mask for a very short period of time to walk in a nursing home or walk into a doctor's office for something, that's one thing, but people do not fully understand and evaluate the issues with carbon dioxide buildup long-term in the red blood cells, and that's exactly what's happening now with people wearing these masks all day long, and then they go out at night, and they wear them again, and they wake up in the morning, they put them back on. It's becoming a serious problem. I cannot reiterate that anymore, Dad. Uh, you know, Austin, it's very frustrating. I can, I can hear the frustration in your voice. And it's frustrating to me. I, I cannot tell you how many people I have spoken to about masks. And I explained to them about the CO2 bullet. I explained to them about all of it. And while I'm talking to them, they're wearing a mask. And they don't take the mask off. They yeah. just say, well, it doesn't bother me. I'm not going to take the mask off. I'm just going to leave it on. It's like they're a program lemming going off a cliff with all the rest of the population. You know, it's interesting because, you know, Dr. Fauci now is saying, quote, do what you're told as he yells as the holiday season approaches that Christmas must be canceled. And, you know, do what you're told. Like, we're like six years old, five years old, four years old. Well, this morning, Carmen sent me a little meme, and it's basically, you know, it's a Snoopy, you know, meme, and he's sitting on his doghouse, and he's got a he's got a little typewriter. And he's got basically typing a note, and he's typing it to 2020. And he says, Dear 2020, first of all, I would like to tell you, let you know why I'm typing this with my middle finger. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm going to repeat, I'm going to change that a little bit. Dear 2020 and Dr. Fauci, first of all, I'd like to let you know why I'm typing this with my middle finger. That's about as much respect as I've got for this complete and total scam boy who's basically been involved with the COVID vaccines, COVID testing and has become exceedingly wealthy because of the COVID pandemic. He's an ugly little man, very ugly little man, who basically wants to inject his tyranny into the American population. Now, here's the problem I have. This is a very, very real problem, and I don't know how to... Well, I know how to, I know how to justify this in my mind, but many of you are not going to get this. Why has Donald Trump not fired him? Donald Trump is still the president of the United States. Trump said a week before the election that he was going to terminate Fauci after the election. The election's over with, and Fauci is still here. You know, you have to ask yourself, what's really going on with Donald Trump? Why is Fauci not gone? Now, 
let me just add a couple of things in here about the mask and CO2 levels. Cancer is an anaerobic disease, which means that cancer can't survive in the human body very well in the presence of oxygen. When you wear a mask, you elevate CO2 levels. The CO2 levels acidify the blood. It acidifies the entire system. Cancer cannot live well in an alkaline environment. It likes to be in an acidic environment. So here's what you're doing. You're getting the double dose whammy to increase the risks of cancer. You're making the blood acidic, the body chemistry acidic, and you're making the oxygen levels go down. It's like a perfect recipe for degenerative disease. It's going to increase the risks of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, arthritis. All of these things are going to go through the roof because of this. It's almost as if it's being planned as part of the eugenics protocol. Oh, wow, imagine that. Imagine they want to depopulate the planet by 90%. The death cult that runs the planet, the Kabbalists, they want to decrease the planet population by 90% and enslave the other 10%. Now, if you want to get a people sick and diseased with heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, if you want to get them sick and absolutely feeling horrible with no energy and cut out their communication skills, strap a mask to the face over an extended period of time and watch what happens to them. The interesting videos that you see of Dr. Fauci at the baseball game sitting up in the stands talking to his friends not, a, not by the side of no social distancing with no mask on that's the extent of their hypocrisy now the extent of their resolve is he's telling us to basically cancel Christmas well I'm like Snoopy you know let me tell you Dr. Fauci why I'm typing this with my middle finger I don't care anymore I've had enough of these clowns I've never been socially or politically correct anyhow so what difference does it make at this point if I started right now at 65 years of age I don't care anymore. I've had enough of all of this. And I go around as vocal as I possibly can telling everybody on this show and in person about the dangers of wearing a mask. And I've had a couple of people take their masks off. But the reality is the vast majority of people are going to be programmed via the media. They've been programmed via the media, which is controlled by the central bankers, the Rothschild Group, for the past 50, 60, 70 years. And they've dialed it in with flicker rates. They even tell them how to hold their mouth, how to smile, how to show their teeth. I'm not kidding you guys. It's all lined up, what colors to use. It's all a psychop is what it is. The entire TV program systems. That's why I got rid of my cable. I said the heck with it. I'm done with it. I got rid of cable a couple of years ago. Good riddance. They were charging me several hundred a month for cable that I don't watch. Anyhow, I had like two channels like I'd like to watch, like the History Channel or you know, Smithsonian Channel. That was it. I don't ever watch. Finally, I said, what am I doing? Why don't I have cables? Get internet and basically stream everything that I want to watch and not pay for all this other nonsense. Guys, it's so important to understand the mind control and the programming that's being done that was developed through Tavistock, through Freud, Freud, through all of the different operating classical conditioning protocols they've had, you know, through Leipzig University coming to the United States into our, into our educational systems here and training children like lab rats to obey. You know, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable that Fauci says, you know, we, we have a group of people in this country that are independent, but they've got to learn to listen. They've got to learn to obey. What do we want to dogs? What do we want to circus seals? What do you want us to be? How about no? But yet I get, had to go to Wally World, to Walmart yesterday. I really didn't want to go. I was only in there for a few moments with Sharon. And I was shocked at 95% of the people still wearing a mask, 
and Walmart doesn't even require a mask here in Polk County, and our governor has basically lifted the mask mandate, Polk County's lifted the mask mandate, Auburndale has no mask mandate, but yet here they are, the sheeple. Now, does that surprise me? Absolutely not. Why does that not surprise me? Well, because of everything else. These are the same people you try to talk to about eating pork. They don't want to listen. The same people you try to talk to about eating hydrogenated oils. They don't want to listen. These are the same people you try to talk to about tricyclic antidepressants or serotonin reuptake inhibitors or, or statin drugs and coenzyme Q10, and they don't want to listen. You think, well, why is that? Well, I don't know. You know, people just don't want to listen. People want to do what they want to do, but the problem is because they've been so conditioned by the TV set, it's, they've allowed it to enslave them, and, that, and that's where we are. You know, they see these drug commercials on TV and they want to go take the drug. You know, they see, you know, a, a, a new clothing commercial on TV and they want to go buy the new clothes. It's like obey, buy, obey, buy, purchase, buy, work, slave, work, slave, do what you want, and die, slave. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say it again, die, slave. They want 90% of us dead, and they're doing everything they can to completely destroy the health of the United States of America. And it's sad to me. Austin talked about it last week about the one lady in California who went berserk because her son, and she used some really bad language, it wasn't necessary, about her son was on the playground and PE and passed out, had to be hospitalized. Well, you know, quite frankly, you know, I probably would have had a hard time getting through that whole conversation with the people at the school without using a bad word, too, because this is your kid, and the kid passes out and goes unconscious because of a lack of O2 and elevated CO2 levels. It's like Austin said, it, the CO2 levels don't just come out of your system. It takes a bit to get it back out. It probably takes, if you really get them elevated, it may take up to an hour to get them back down again. So it's one of those things, if you put the mask on, taking the mask off, put the mask on, taking the mask off, your body's going to not be able to regulate itself. And now they're telling us they want us to wear the mask at home 24 hours a day. I guess that means while we're sleeping, too. These people are insane. And what are they going to do? Turn those cameras on, those Samsung TVs in the middle of the night? Make sure you're wearing a mask? Well, they have that technology, too, don't they? Yeah, all this stuff is happening right now around us. And what we have to get here is this. In case anybody has missed out on this memo, what we have here for the past 4, 5, 10, 15 years, it's about the central bankers trying to bring in their new world order. You know, on last week we saw Boris Johnson congratulate, you know, Biden's presidential win. You know, and this same breath he said he looked forward to working together on climate change. You know, climate change is kind of a code for these guys. It's called the Great Reset, the New Green Deal, the Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, the New World Order. It's the globalists, the cabalists, let's always keep these who they are, the cabalists who run the bankers. There's this scheme to impose this China model of total censorship, social credit, vaccine passports, digital currency, and taxation of all corporations to finance the so-called green energy incentives that cannot replace fossil fuels. It's also about giving you a carbon tax because you breathe in oxygen and you put out carbon dioxide and you want to be taxed for that. Now, it's going to be used also to collapse the major Western economies and cause famine all over the planet. Now, this central bank Kabbalist group, these Luciferians, the guys who practice from the Zohar, these guys who basically, oh yeah, that's right, Donald Trump's daughter's one of these, isn't she? And so is Jared Kushner. They're both Kabbalists. You know, this is a parasitic, parasitic infestation. That's what it is. You know, this cabal, this these Kabbalists 
have been infesting and controlling governments and economies for centuries. And they give us the illusion of the left and right paradigm by using boom and bust cycles and financing wars to obscure their theft. The current system right now is imploding. Why? Because it's a giant Ponzi scheme in which they've given us so much debt, we can no longer pay it off. They want to continue to parasitize and gut the U.S. by giving us a new system so they can simply eventually just take it over. You know, think about this for a second. This, you know, this, this Harris, this, this vice president candidate right now, what her husband is. Her husband is one of those big, basically, cabalists up in Washington, D.C., that is a person who works with these different groups that basically push their narrative through the federal government. And now we're, you know, these lobbying groups. That's what he is. And so now, it's there. If, she could, if she gets in, does that mean that he's going to have that access after they declare Joe Biden incompetent? Probably. Or if they let Joe Biden sit there and ramble to sleep for the next four years and they keep him drugged up to talk to the cameras like they did Ronald Reagan, then she'll probably take over in four years as the president, as far as she'll run as president. Now, we need to understand something. It, when they didn't get Hillary in in 2016, the establishment didn't get their big push for the New World Order, for their Great Reset. I mean... The, the British royal family now is announcing a great reset right now as far as trying to get the new world order going. See, there's always – this thing's always been about the central bank and the Rothschilds. That's what this whole thing is. That's the ultimate power in all of this. They're the invisible enemy. They control the world through currencies. And when you control the creation of currency, you give the people an illusion, and you have complete and utter control. They don't need nuclear weapons. They don't need an army. They don't need any of that because once you've got a country in debt and the people are enslaved through Babylonian money magic, you can do whatever you want to do because you control the politicians. You know, and they're very worried about the Federal Reserve. Why are they worried about the Federal Reserve? Because with their people are being people are exposing who the Federal Reserve deep state players are. You know, it's amazing. You see all of these articles come out, you know, in the media that's controlled by the Federal Reserve. Biden is one. Central bankers seek a new role in a brave new world. What do you think is going to be in the Brave New World? What are they planning? Well, here's what the Brave New World is going to be. It's going to be a one-world government with a one-world bank. The Fed, the ECB, the IMF, the BIS, Bank of International Settlements, all the way up to Rothschilds. They're telling you that they're going to run the planet, that the new monetary system will be a one-world government with a one-world religion. They want us under Lucifer, and they want to basically destroyed the bulk of the population. That's why they're giving us masks and forcing us to be sheeple, slaves. They're not just resetting the one world, the governments. They're taking utter control over all of it. That's what they're trying to do. And the reality is they had to start moving on it quickly because the entire Ponzi scheme is starting to completely and totally break down. They know, they've known for a long, long time, the Kabbalists who run the Federal Reserve, that they've had to reset things because the debt levels are too high. They've got to restart the Ponzi scheme. And this is what they're trying to do. Because remember, the Western central banking system is not part of any government. It's a private corporation that's above court orders. They said they can do whatever they want to do. They don't even have to answer subpoenas or anything. They can do whatever they want to do. It's not part of our country. It's basically a general group of bankers, the Rothschilds, which control the money supply. So now they're building the idea that the entire economy is going to fall apart. Well, they're using the virus. They're using the COVID to bring down the economy. 
There's no, there's no COVID epidemic. It's a lie. Unless they release another organism, another virus, and everybody's immune systems be so weakened because elevated CO2 and reduced oxygen levels, they could very easily do this, guys. This is what they want to do. Now, we need to understand something. We've got all of these people that were really damaged in 2000, 2009 with these economies collapsing. Well, they're trying to make this one a hundred times worse. They're trying to move the, 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 the dollar, the petrodollar, into a new world order, into a new world currency. That's what they're trying to do. They're not trying to collapse the dollar completely. They're trying to use it because they've got the skeletal structure set up globally already for that to bring in that digital currencies. And this is the problem that we have right now. The biggest thing, though, that we as Christians need to take a look at is what's the end game with all of this? The end game of this new world order is the rise of the Antichrist. Now, stay with me for on this. This is so important that we all really focus on this. They want a new world order, and they want to base it out of Tel Aviv. They want to base it out of the Supreme Court out of Tel Aviv. Why? Because they want to control things through Noahide laws which have already been passed and written into our law systems in the United States. That will allow them, if you worship Jesus Christ, to basically be killed. This is where it's going. Now you say, well, when do you think it's going to happen? Will it be in two years, three years, four years, five years? I don't know. It may be in 20 or 30 years. But that's the goal these have, these folks have. And that's the level of their resolve. Look at Carl Lentz. Now, I haven't spoken much about him. Carl Lentz was basically the Hillsong pastor in New York. And he's been basically taken down. He's been fired. His wife's been fired because he had an affair with a quote-unquote Muslim woman. Well, the information finally came out about the Muslim woman this past week in her last name. And now they're telling us that she puts down her mailing address and basically her home city as Tel Aviv, Israel. And she starred in Israeli movies. But yet she still claims to be a Muslim. Wait a minute. Stop for a second. You know, she's from Tel Aviv. She claims to be a Muslim, and she's starring in Israeli movies. Wait a minute. Is she a honeypot? Was she set up to take Carl Lentz down? Is she Mossad, like Ghislaine Feingold? Is, is, is Giselle, Giselle Maxwell? Is she Mossad? Is this girl who took down Lentz Mossad? Well, why would Mossad take down Carl Lentz? Why would he set him up? They set him up with a beautiful girl in the park in New York City. Well, you got to remember... You know, Hillsong, whether you like him or don't like him, they've been getting a whole bunch of folks to church up there in New York City. Now, I don't agree with everything they do, and I think they're pretty watered down. And obviously, he has some serious moral issues as far as having this long affair with this girl. But why would they pick on him? Why would a girl out of Tel Aviv take him down? Doesn't that seem a bit strange to you? I'm just asking a question. I'm not making any accusations here. But, you know, this is kind of what they always do, isn't it? Isn't, oh, that's right. Jeffrey Epstein was sod. That's right. You know, and he took down a whole bunch of people, didn't he? You know, with these entrapments, these women, these young girls. So why would they do that? Well, you know, in Israel, if you go over to Tel Aviv and you try to proselytize and you try to convert people to Jesus Christ openly, they're going to arrest you. They're probably going to take you back to the police precinct. They're going to beat you like a dog. Yeah, what you, yeah, you don't think, yeah, you don't hear about that in the media much, do you? And so they warn missionaries when they go over there, hey, you can go over there and you can look at our, you know, National historic areas, you could go look at, you know, Golgotha, and you could go look, you know, the Via Della Rosa, and you could go look at these different areas that are historical significance. But if you try to proselytize and convert Jewish folks to Christianity while you're here, we're going to beat you and put you in jail. 
So all of this stuff is run through the Kabbalah, through the Zohar, and through this group of international bankers who control Israel. I mentioned this before. Why is Tel Aviv the number one homosexual destination in the world? Well, because they're basically put on a pedestal there. They're basically, if you're a transgender homosexual, you're like on the top of the peak of the pedestal because you're more towards the hermaphrodite than anything else, which is what they believe is the ultimate solution for human people to become a hermaphrodite. That means have both sexes. I mean, all of this weird stuff is what the central banks want to try to force on all of us. You know, they put they put Barack Obama in office, the first gay president, first gay president with a transgender wife, and yet they thought he was absolutely the end all, the be all. They knew he wasn't an American citizen. They knew he was a Kenyan. All of them, we all know that. It didn't make any difference. It didn't matter what our laws were, did it? They still put him in. Even Donald Trump questioned him being a Kenyan when Donald Trump was talking about Barack Obama before Donald Trump ran for the White House. And then Donald Trump goes up to this million-man march. It literally probably had more than a million people there in D.C. on Saturday and drives through with his motorcade. He could have gotten on Facebook Live. He could have done anything. He could have had them set up a podium and had them, he could have spoken to these, this million-plus people that went to see him and support him. But he didn't. He just drove through. He said, well, it wasn't set up for him. He couldn't do it. He's the president of the United States. All he had to do was say, set up the speakers, set up a microphone. I'm going to talk for five minutes, get some bulletproof stuff up. He's the president. And they could have done it really, really fast with the Secret Service. Now, I don't think he should have gotten up there and given a two-hour lecture. I don't think he should have done that. But he should have at least gone up and thanked everybody for being there. But he did. He just drove through and kind of waved at people. So here we find ourselves in the basically – Look at a complete and total banker takeover. That's what this is. Let's call it for what it is. It's complete and total central bank takeover of the world. All of it. They control the media. They control pharmaceutical companies. They control 95% of the large corporations in the world. They control all of it. And so here we have this group of people, again, running the planet. Guys, what a mess. That's why it's so important to remember who Jesus is, that he's the Lamb of God, he's the Prince of Peace, he's our counselor, he's our good shepherd, he is the Son of God. And we have to keep our faith and our hearts and minds in Christ because they're doing everything now to erase the memories of Jesus. Like, you can't have Christmas! Wait a minute. Christmas? That's when we celebrate the birth of our Savior. No! You've got to social distance. You can't go to your friends or your family's house. You've got to be a peasant. Wear the mask, peasant. You've got to listen. They did it Easter too, didn't they, guys? They didn't want us talking about the resurrected Savior. Little by little, watch what they do as they further diminish Christianity and faith in Christ. And the sheeple will stand and watch with their mouths open, wondering, why am I dizzy? Why don't I feel well? Why am I so tired? Why, why, do I, why do I have chest pain? Oh, gosh, let me adjust this mask a little bit tighter. Maybe I've got to adjust the mask tighter so I don't get COVID. What a mess. What a mess. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ, guys. That's the most important thing we can all do right now. Austin, what do you think? No, you, you nailed it. I mean, this has been one of the most effective psychological operations that I've ever witnessed. And I mean, if you have any background in psychology, and Dad and I, we both we both majored in psych in undergrad. And so, when you look at this and actually take a step back, I mean, this is why when you go places, you notice they have signs that say "mass required" or "mass recommended." Please be respectful. What? what? Please be respectful. Well, why is that added? Well, because. 
They're insinuating that if you don't wear a mask, you're not a respectful person. And there's numerous and all kinds of stupid stuff they put up like that. So they intentionally put up comments and phrases to try to force you into compliance because you don't want to have any conflict in society. So it's all about. So the more they say it, the more they push it, the more they tell you, the more they walk up to you in Costco and say, put on your mask, peasant. It's not above your nose, peasant. And most people go, oh, oh, I'm sorry. We put it up. We put it on my nose. Be respectful, peasant. You go, okay. You sulk off and go spend more money. It's funny. I saw a meme yesterday. It said, on, since we're having a second round of lockdowns in a lot of these states, how about we shut down Costco, Sam's, Walmart, and Amazon, and we let the small businesses have a chance at making some money this time around? And I thought, wow, truer words haven't been spoken in a while. The same companies that basically are telling everybody, you have to wear a mask. You can't come in the store without a mask. All our employees must wear a mask are the same companies that are being granted full exemption to operate and keep staying open as long as they want with no requirement on how many people can come in the store whatsoever. Full smorgasbord, full opening, as many people as they can, as much money as they can. And now you see what Oregon, New Mexico, a couple other states I was reading, they're now full lockdown again. Shut down all non-essential businesses. Any gyms, any parks, museums, pools, movie theaters, zoos. Zoos? Still don't understand that one. So I guess we're going to transfer the COVID to the giraffes now. I mean, golly, I don't know where we're going with this. But it, that's what they're doing. Multiple states are doing it now. All over the country. I mean, full lockdowns, like before. Shut down for a month. Now, Germany. Oh, gosh, Germany. Germans, Germans, Germans. My heritage is over there. It's sad to see this being done. Now they're saying that Germans should brace for at least a four to five month of severe lockdown measures to halt the rise in COVID infections and should not expect the current rules to be eased quickly. Economic Minister Peter Altimer told Weekly over the weekend. So the German's economy minister said the nation should be prepared for months-long lockdown period to address the surging COVID cases. And what they're saying is they are now including shutting down pubs, restaurants, cafes, any potentially crowded venue, all-night venues, and any other non-essential businesses. see this stuff happen right in front of our noses and to see, son, I'll say this, to see some of the law enforcement involved in every country involved in this level of draconian lockdown embarrasses me from a humanity standpoint. It really does. That we're seeing our fellow citizens actually be forced to shut down their businesses while large businesses, large companies, like I mentioned earlier, their names, are growing at an exponential rate, literally growing, in some cases, hundreds of billions of dollars in net worth over the last seven to eight months now. Growing exponentially. Just, I mean, just exploding with growth all across the country because they are literally being forced by the government to make sure they're the only game in town. Nobody else can basically compete. Now, we still, like I said, down here in Florida, we've had an incredibly, incredibly awesome governor. And I'm probably going to get an email together. If anybody lives in Florida, we need to get an email together. I'll tell you that right now. And we need to continue to email DeSantis positive affirmations and thank him 
for allowing us to maintain a constitutional republic down here in Florida and not have these draconian lockdown measures. I'm telling you, because the demand is getting hammered right now on, on media. I mean, every single time I pull up, all you have to do is Google DeSantis, Governor of Florida, or Governor of Florida DeSantis, and the first thing you get on any search engine, not even Google, any search engine, all you find is horrible articles about him. Miami Herald, all these far left rags basically slamming him for not shutting down the state, not shutting down the state, not forcing small businesses to be shut down. And what's funny, I sent an article to a few of, I sent the dad and a few of us this morning, is from the um, New York Post, I think it was. It was from, uh, where was it at here? No, Wall Street Journal, obviously real leftist. And it goes on to say, it says, as COVID surges, this is the title of the article, as COVID surges, the big unknown is where people are getting infected. Well, wait a minute. So now we're having lockdowns all across the country again to shut down businesses, but yet we can't figure out where the cases are surging from because they're not surging. People are having serious health problems from a vast variety of different things, including the flu, including other viruses, including bacteria, ammonia, and it's spreading. And the problem is with the PCR test, it does not isolate COVID. People have failed to realize that. And what's interesting in this Wall Street Journal article, it says right here, and I quote, one reason for this deficit is that most contact tracing system maps set up to investigate infections have not been identifying enough contacts to map how the virus spreads, and we need to encourage more individuals to get involved with contact tracing applications. So what they're saying is now, the reason why COVID is surging is because we are not allowing apps to be turned on our phone to have NSA and Big Brother and every other agency, including third-party agencies, full access to our phone and our lifestyle to monitor everywhere we go, every person we talk to, every place we stop, and everywhere we drive. We're not allowing that to happen, so we're having a surge in COVID cases. Now, it's funny to me. Just think about this for a second. The same news stations right now, the same news stations that told us Biden where it won fair and square, that said Biden was the president-elect, that said there is no fraud, that said nothing happened with this election shady whatsoever, there's nothing going on, it was 100% okay, there was no fraud, it's a made-up fantasy. They are the same news stations that are saying COVID is exploding. They're also the same news stations that says COVID, everybody needs to wear a mask to protect against COVID. And here's the funny part, too. This is the funny part. Almost everywhere you go now, dad's witnesses, even down here in Florida, everywhere I talk to, mask compliance is like at an all-time high. They, the, the psych op is working. Everybody's wearing masks. But here's, here's the kicker. Why are we being told that COVID is allegedly at an all-time high right now and it's exploding and we're having a second wave? If masks work, right, if masks stop transmission and they work so effectively that you need to compromise your own immune system, reduce your own oxygen, and spike your own CO2 in your red blood cell count and completely ruin your own body and increase your risk of cancer because of this mask, because it's so effective at stopping COVID, right? That's what they're saying. Why aren't the cases stopping? If we're at like a 90% mask compliance, why are COVID cases allegedly exploding through the roof right now that we have to do new lockdowns? Riddle me that, because nobody can seem to answer that question at all. All they say is, don't be a science denier. Wear your mask. It's healthy for you. Good is bad, and bad is good. You need to understand, and you need to obey. 
like Fauci running his mouth on television. We need to cancel Christmas. Really? No, 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 no. This is going to be the last straw, and I really hope the evangelicals wake up and realize that we're being completely and totally lied to about almost everything right now and to stop being sheep. I drove around the lake. We live in Ariana, you know, Lake Ariana. Lake. Auburndale's got a ton of lakes. Drove around the lake the other day. There's a church right off the lake. And it said, masks are required to attend. Set it right there on the sign. And I looked at it, and I just shook my head in disgust. Shook my head. I said, wow, what peasants. Wearing, wearing a mask is mandatory to go to our church. You want to talk about looking like a complete and total idiot, not relying on God Almighty, not believing that there's other options like vitamin C and D3 that we have documented for months that have, in most cases, from what we've seen in the research, intravenous vitamin C with a 100% success rate and getting people out of the ICU that went in with COVID. That's document. That's not my saying that. That's the researchers saying that. The doctors saying that they're involved in it. Yet, why have we not seen a single article on any mainstream media outlet about vitamin C or vitamin D being necessary? Why? Because the pharmaceutical industry put out about 70% of their ad revenue, contributes vast majority of their money. They're not going to let them put something out like that. Because Moderna and Pfizer and all these other globalish boys, they're about to make tens of billions of dollars with this COVID vaccine. Now Moderna came out, you guys saw Moderna came out yesterday, they said now they have a 95% success rate with their vaccine. Now take that Pfizer, you're 90%, we're 95%. I don't believe that for one second. These guys have been known repeatedly to skew the records. Dad's gone in detail in double-blind clinical studies, how you can blatantly, yep, completely, and totally twist the facts on these research studies. 95% success rate with a COVID vaccine, really? It's that easy to fix? Oh, that's right. It's an RNA vaccine, isn't it? Oh, that's right. It's got to be kept at negative 94 degrees below zero. What the heck does this stuff do to your body, and why are they so bent on forcing everybody to take a vaccine for a virus, in most cases, that can be easily knocked out with vitamin D3 and vitamin and see according to the research that we have cited on our website, Dad. You know, Austin, again, you know, we always try to bring this back to who's doing this. It's the Kabbalists, also known as the globalists. Everybody's trying to tell everybody, you know, who's doing this, but they won't tell everybody the truth. I mean, what we have to understand is that these vaccines in general, because of the adjuvants that are added to them, you know, are dangerous. And in some cases, the vaccines are completely worthless. Worthless. You know, this is, this is Dr. Russell Blaylock, who's a neurosurgeon. You know, there's three reasons that the government tells the elderly why they should get flu shots or COVID shots. You know, secondary pneumonia, secondary pneumonia hospitalization, or death. Yet a study by the Cochrane Group studied hundreds of thousands of people and found it offered zero protection for those three things in the general community. It offered people in nursing homes some immunity against the flu, maybe a best of one-third, but it was only if they picked the right vaccine, which was like a roulette because they had no idea which vaccine to use. And now you have in Pfizer and Moderna all saying, ours is better, ours is better, ours is better. So what does that mean? Do we have to get a Pfizer vaccine? we have to get a Moderna vaccine? we have to do all of this stuff? When you take these vaccines, they contain mercury. And, I, and the new one's probably going to have mercury in it too. Flu vaccines contain mercury in the form of thimerosal, which is a brain toxin, which accumulates in the brain and other organs. 
It is incorporated into the brain for a lifetime, says Dr. Blaylock. After five or ten years of flu shots, enough mercury accumulates to the brain that every single study agrees that it's a neurotoxic. Mercury is extremely toxic to the brain, even in small concentrations. Just three flu shots in a row increase the risks of senile dementia and Alzheimer's by up to 50%. And there are thousands of studies that prove it. But yet, we still are being forced to take vaccines and flu shots and the general population loaded up with mercury. And they know they're neurotoxins, but they don't care. Why? Because the sheeple don't deserve to have a clean vaccine. The sheeple don't deserve to have a vaccine that's not going to poison you. The sheeple don't deserve to have anything. The sheeple are basically supposed to lay down and just die. You think, well, what the heck? You know, now they're saying that it's the small gatherings and this mass events that are driving up COVID vaccines and all the infections. And now they're trying to tell us no more Christmas, no more anything, no more Thanksgiving. This is all crazy. But why are they doing this? They're trying to tighten this down. I don't know what to say about Germany. I don't know what to say about Germany. You know, Germany and France now, they're outraged, you know, over the Russian reciprocal sanctions of top officials in the now Navalny fallout. But yet, they're still waiting to, to have their masks put back on. They won't listen. See, the German people are really, really, how should I say, compliant. I mean, they really are. I mean, they follow the rules. They've been trained to do that after World War II because of what they went through with the denazification of Germany when they were basically put into a complete and total behavior modification program. The whole country was. And those that they didn't want to bother with were left to die, put up behind barbed wire, millions, by the way, by Eisenhower in his death camps. So they have programmed the people in Germany that if you don't do what's right, you get stuck in a death camp behind barbed wire. That's pretty much where they are. And so they don't really understand, you know, why they should question the narrative. Let me give you a perfect example. You know, I've driven on the Autobahn many, many times. In Germany, if you're in a three-lane Autobahn and you're basically following somebody in the left-hand lane and they won't get over, in other words, they won't let you pass them, you are not allowed to pass them on the right, ever, ever. I don't care if they're doing 50 miles an hour in the high-speed lane, you have to sit behind them for 20, 30, 40 miles. You're not allowed to go around them. And the German people, they will comply to that. I've watched them do it. And a couple of times I was over there, I got kind of frustrated because somebody's driving really slow on the Autobahn in the left-hand lane, which is the high-speed lane. And I just eased around them in the middle lane. And they're screaming, they're yelling, they're cussing at you, they're chasing you down later. I mean, I'm with these guys because you broke the rule. See, that's the compliance they want out of everybody in the world. They don't want anybody to break the rules. You know, my cousin over there texted me the other day, says, well, we're, we're, we're locking down again to stop the spread of COVID. And so I'll send her an article, and I'll say, there is no COVID pandemic, it's a pandemic. And they're like, well, we have to obey the rules. And that's the general philosophy of the German people. They, they basically follow the rules. And so you think, why do they want the entire planet to do this? Well, Germany is an example of what they're using in Europe now as far as locking down the rules. But remember, Germany was the economic powerhouse of Europe. I mean, it was the third largest producing country in the world behind you know, the United States and Japan for a long, long time. I'm not sure how they rank that with China. They may be number four. But the sad part about it is, is that you know, Germany was able to maintain a positive income without a bunch of debt for the people. 
In other words, they didn't have a Federal Reserve that was pumping debt, pumping debt, pumping debt, pumping debt into Germany to enslave the German people. They were pretty much the only country in Europe that was actually maintaining parity with the debt load they had and continuing with their savings accounts. In other words, they were a thorn in the side of the central bankers because the German people saved money. They did what they were supposed to do with their money. They invested their money well. They had their homes paid for. They had their cars paid for. And all of a sudden, it's like, you can't do this, German, you peasant. You can't do this. So they signed Germany onto all the Greece debt, all the Italian debt, all the other countries in the EU that couldn't pay their bills. They got Germans basically to side into that and collateralize the debt. But that still wasn't enough. They've got to shut Germany down. So Germany goes into a massive recession, massive depression. And they won't allow Germany to have the revenue stream from the vehicles or the automobiles or all the other things they're producing that are being shipped globally because they're shutting down the plants. In addition to that, I've got a friend of mine. He works at the Porsche dealership. Now, Porsche is owned by Volkswagen now. But remember, Lamborghini's owned by Volkswagen too. So Volkswagen owns Audi, Lamborghini, Porsche. You know, they own a bunch of stuff, Bentley. And so I asked him the other day, how's business? He goes, well, business is great. But because Volkswagen basically cheated on emission controls on their diesels, Volkswagen, including Porsche now, is being slammed by the EPA as far as imports and getting the imports through customs. See, you see, when a new engine comes out, now they've got to go in and they've got to have the EPA tested to make sure that it's putting you know, the amount of hydrocarbons into the atmosphere that they claim and they're meeting the guidelines. Well, now they've got cars that are sitting in the port in Jacksonville They've been sitting there for four months, and the EPA won't get off their derrieres and go out there and put a box on top of the exhaust pipe and measure things. They're just letting them sit. Now, why is that happening? Well, Germany's not getting paid. Volkswagen's not getting paid. Dealers aren't getting paid. Everybody's playing four plans to the banks, and the customers can't buy the cars, and there's no generating revenue taking place. So they're breaking that economic engine by just keeping the cars locked up with the EPA, which is, again, is part of this green initiative. All of this stuff is being done to collapse the world economies. And sadly, we sit back and we look at it. We go, well, this shouldn't be that way. I don't like the way this is. And we go, yeah, we know. And if you listen to the Ted Dawson Brower Show and you've been listening to our show for any length of time, you're going to realize very, very quickly that there's some serious, weird things going on globally. You know, this huge march, and I've got to address this, up in D.C. that Trump refused to talk to, drove his car through it, refused to acknowledge that this was a problem with this giant march, that, you know, as far as, you know, not having him speak. You know, now they're saying that, now they're finding out that a whole bunch of people were attacked, that there was violence against conservatives after physical clashes broke out between the pro and anti-Trump protesters in the Million MAGA march as the president's children blame, this is the Kabbalist, the media for emboldening these acts and not by covering it. In other words, what they were doing is the police actually having to direct crowds. And they directed, they directed, they had all these counter-protesters that were against Trump. And they actually directed the crowd of Trump people into the counter-protesters. And when the counter-protesters attacked the Trump people, they didn't do anything. They were beating, they were kicking their head, they were bleeding out of their skulls. All of this stuff happened just past weekend. Where is it in the media? It's nowhere to be found. This is the resolve of these paid Antifa thugs, these paid provocateurs, and what they're willing to do 
and how they're willing to come after conservatives. Guys, if this is any indication of what's about to happen, you know, this country is on the brink of a civil war. I'm letting you know that. If we've got over a million people showing up to support Trump and they're being attacked, which means the provocateurs, the Antifa, were vastly outnumbered and they still were willing to wade into a crowd of Trump supporters and try to start a war right there. What a mess. Guys, keep your hearts and minds in Christ because this is the day the Lord hath made and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. But we got to keep focused on Jesus. They're doing everything they can, including canceling Christmas. How do you cancel Christmas to try to force us not to think about Jesus? Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. I'll finish it up and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And this, remember, this is a tactic, a war tactic using fear. That's what this is all about. Everything you hear about this is constantly trying to base people and control people's actions and direct them in the direction they want everybody to go based solely on fear. Remember that. This is always about fear. It's about getting people to go, oh, my gosh, I'm so scared of my family and my friends and my neighbors. I don't want to go out anywhere because I don't want to catch COVID. Oh, my gosh, if I go out, I've got to strap on a mask and cut down my own oxygen because I don't want to get COVID. It's fear. That's what I said when I told everybody months ago when they said, oh, after the election, COVID's going to go away. I said, I hope you're right, but I can tell you right now, you're not. (laughs) Because this COVID narrative has been way too effective, and they are fully committed in this now. This is why I've been encouraging everybody. The only thing we can do right now is full-blown civil disobedience against any and all unjust and unconstitutional laws. Get with your county commissioners, your city commissioners, your local officials, whoever you have to get hold of, and make sure you are doing everything you can to make your voice heard and say that this is not okay. And support local businesses that are small local companies that do not, that do not cause you to reduce your oxygen and force you to wear a mask like you're a peasant. That's what I told you. I I told the guys when we went out on Friday. I said, you guys understand there's a possibility we're going to Tampa. If we go to this axe-throwing place, they may tell us to wear a mask. And I'm telling you right now, nobody's going to wear a mask if they're coming and hanging out with me. And everybody said, yeah, we already know that. I said, okay. So I just want to be clear on that. I said, so if we have this big, giant debacle and we leave, don't get mad at me. We'll find another place to do. We'll have fun tonight. You know, we'll go out. We'll, we're going we're gonna to throw some axes at some point. And I said, oh, 100%. We got your back. I said, okay. Then we went in there. It was great. I said, oh, cool. Local, small business, they don't act like this. They're not forcing people to do it. No signs on the floor. Please social distance like a good peasant. Stay six feet apart. I'm so sick of seeing that places. The six number is so, it's based in so much Satanism. And the fact that people had put those numbers up all over their buildings is grossly troubling to me. Publix finally took them off the floor. The, the wrong way, you go down an aisle this way, don't go down an aisle this way. They finally took those off the floor. Enough people, I guess, made a one of them and home had enough. But always remember, majority of the places that are forcing the customers and enforcing the employees to still strap on these face diapers are all the big companies. Remember that. A lot of the small companies are not doing this because they do not want blowback. They want to take any business they can get right now because they're trying to stay afloat. I encourage you, shop local, stay local, support local the best you can. If you're going to buy online, make sure it's a company that you know their values and you know you're supporting. And stop buying off Amazon. I'm sick of seeing them driving around my neighborhood right now. It's annoying. Please, wake up. 
we have to start making a difference right now and start trying to get the truth out there as best as we possibly can. And I need everybody's help. Dad needs your help. We all need each other's help right now. We have to be vocal. Forward shows out. Forward articles out. Talk to people in person. We have to at least stand up and make our voices heard. Please, thank you again for the support of Health Masters. I know a lot of people, they send me emails over the weekends, everything going on. I'm trying to respond to that. Magnesium Brain Food, if you've seen that yet, it's on sale product of the week. Incredibly good product. Take it every morning and every night personally. A lot of people love it. It's one of our best-selling products. That's on sale right now. Also, to be sure to check out the product of the week. We have lots of different specials going on, as always, on the website, guys. So, again, thank you for the support. Be sure to vote for what you want to see win this week for product of the week as well. The B-Complex is the current winner. Vote for what you want to see win. And I always try to put whatever you guys win on sale. The eyesight and the prostate support are neck and neck. I think 43 and 42 votes. So be sure to check that out. And so again, I just encourage everybody, you're not alone in this. You listen to this show. That means you're awake. You're a customer of Family Health Masters. That means you're awake. Please continue to wake people up the best you can. That's all we can do right now. And continue to stand your ground, be the resistance, and always, always, always stand by your convictions that you know hold to be true. I appreciate you guys. Stay strong. Have an awesome night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.